Smart politics for stupid times. Welcome to the unprecedented podcast with John Aravosis and Cliff Schechter. Welcome back, everybody. Wednesday, March 9th. John Aravosis here with our intrepid correspondent, Cliff Schechter. <laughs> I don't know. It just I mean, I'm a correspondent. I correspond with John while you guys are yes, listening. Exactly. So if it's that definition, I, I think you're, yes. you're right on, John. Exactly. Um, we, we're going to start with some news about the insurrection. Then we're going to do a big chunk on Ukraine because that is the story of the, of, the, of the years at this point. And then Cliff wants to take the lead on a discussion on the midterms because let's not forget that impending doom, potential doom, not necessarily and I want to say doom. two things before I let John <laughs> proceed on the insurrection. One is, and they're related to each other, actually. One <laughs> is it really sucks and whenever I hear insurrection, I want to sing the song Inquisition. From That's what I, I just thought world. that too. The Inquisition. Like what a show. show. The Inquisition. So, but that's related to this, which is I don't like that we use that word <laughs> because right. it sounds too clean. Yeah, I really wish we would say the violent, seditious assault on our capital. It's three words. It's not yeah. that hard to say. Yep. You know what I mean? Or, you yep. know, the violent, seditious yep. assault on our capital that led to a couple deaths of, I mean, and numerous injuries, whatever. But point being, yep. people, it wasn't just an insurrection like, hey, I don't like our government anymore. I think I'm going to yell and scream about it. They violently assaulted our capital, caused the death, killed one guard. Right. A few others had heart attacks later. 140-something were either stabbed, speared, beaten, stomped, you know, and the rest, and uh, had many of PTSD. And they wiped feces on the walls, kicked in windows, stole property, right. just to remind yeah. everybody what it is. And, of course, tried, to, tried to, to, to delay the business of Congress, which is a federal offense, where one person has now already pled guilty to seditious conspiracy. Yeah, that was amazing, too. Yep. Okay. Sorry, it's a little sort of thing. It's dope. Let's begin the Inquisition. Look out, see, we have a mission to convert the Jews. Wrong from right. See the light and make an offer that they that can't, they can't refuse. refuse. <laughs> Convert, don't be boring. Say yes. Say yes. Don't be dull. Don't be dull. Ignoring. It's better to lose your skull cap than your skull. Let's go. Oh, God. What, so oh, what, was, okay. what was that from? What was that from? What do you mean? Which, oh, what movie, movie was that? It was yeah. History of the World. Oh, Brooks. right. Mel Brooks, Brooks is such a treasure. He oh, did God. a few different parts of, of, you know, one was in the Roman Empire and whatever, and one of the, and one was the French Revolution, and then they had one part that was the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> oh, I mean, I wish people would do more movies in that style based yeah. on various historical events because yeah. that's the thing. It's a lot funnier when it's like hundreds yeah. and hundreds of years ago and there's people you don't know than it is when it's, let's say, today in Ukraine. Well, um, I was just going to say, but listening to this, listening to his words made me think of Ukraine, though. You know, but, I mean, it's, it's, it's still historically relevant, obviously historically relevant, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, no, let's, right. jump, let's jump in with the Proud Boys and, uh, and then we'll jump in with Ukraine. So the basic story, I'll just read you CNN's thing really quick. Enrique, Enrique Tario, he's that Latino leader of the white supremacist group, that, I, and he basically looks black Latino, which is even funnier to me. <clears throat> but, you know, <laughs> self-loathing yeah. isn't just for the gays. Um, no, I mean, well, isn't he? He's, he's, like, yeah, he's, I mean, he's, he's got to be black Latino. I mean, His name I mean, is Latino, but also you look at him, he's black Latino. I mean, I mean he is. we have, you know, we have Rick Grinnell. Um, oh yeah! Did you see where he got in a Clarence huge Thomas. fight with Swalwell on Twitter? No, what he got in a fight oh, with my. me recently. But what did he do with? I Swal- saw where he attacked you. No, he. But I, that this is why I love Swalwell. Why he should, to me? Um, I mean, I want him. I want and he'll. You know, but I, I hate saying this kind of stuff. He won't get it because we're not going to want a white straight guy running Congress. Even though, quite frankly. I'm sorry. I believe in diversity, but I believe you should have the best person doing the job. Yes. And maybe yes. that's Ted Lieu, and maybe that's Ruben Gallego if he doesn't run for what's her name, the <laughs> Senate seat. And maybe it's a whole bunch of other people. But Jesus Christ, he should be in leadership and handling our messaging yeah. because yeah. just none of them do it. If he yeah. if he were handling our messaging, I'd feel so much better. So basically, 
um, uh, what's his name went after him. You know that whole spy having a relationship with the spy thing. Oh, I know they love. I don't, the, even, they I don't even know if any of that's true. If it's not had an affair it's or not. not. <laughs> I didn't think it was. Yeah. Well, I knew he wasn't. The, the whole spy thing was crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't know if there was an affair. Or oh, not. I don't know I don't about really an care. affair or not, but the spy thing's bullshit. I don't really yeah. care. But yeah. so you know, what's his name? Grinnell started trying to push that, and he just went after him. He's like, like, hey, look, here's a picture of you while you were while you were the ambassador to the United States, appointed to a position you were wholly unqualified for. But you know, by your crony, uh, hanging out with somebody in in the Nazi party in Germany, oh. and you know, Grinnell tried to come back and say, "Oh, you're not allowed to be Nazis anymore." But he's like, "Yeah, they just don't call themselves that." Here's you in the far right party, and blah blah blah. So and now you're apologizing just, for the neo Nazis, right? Rick. That's what he said. Yeah, and he said, "So just everybody," and he just ripped Grinnell a new one, and it was Good. fun because that guy is such a prick. Um, but in any case, yes. So that well, was and, swell and think about it. Think what what Democrats often do. Democrats would often go, "Oh my God, he just blew my head off. Accused me of being with a, a, a Chinese spy. I better back off." No, you know what we would do? This is what we do, right? Huh. I mean, it's reflexive. How dare you? Or shame on you? Yeah. Have you no shame? Yeah. No, they fucking don't. We know that already. Yeah. Let's why talk we about your Nazi you? friends, Rick. <laughs> yeah, right. Why did pe- why did Democrats or people think, you know, I used to do so well on MSNBC? Because I didn't answer shame on you. I went for their yeah. fucking jugular. If there's yeah. anything in their past you did or anything, you, not shame on you. Exactly. That's what you should do. If there's anything about them and there was, and he had it, yes. Swall had it, you know, I would have even gone to him and said, Hey, hey Rick, are you are you gonna be able to, to walk around Florida and say who you are or no? Is that yes. is that you know, your party clearly loves you. I mean, <laughs> Russian stooge, go fuck yourself. There you go. For like the Russian warship. Yeah. No, Ukrainians know how to do it. Yep. So anyway, so Rick, Enrique Tario, leader of the far right Proud Boys, interestingly enough, he's the guy who had some kind of relationship with the FBI. I don't remember what the details were, but he's th- there was some document that said he was an informant or something like that. Remember several months ago, we saw that. A little weird. Anyway, he um he just got charged with conspiracy in the U.S. Capitol attack. I'm going to pull up the actual details. Uh, tar- the Justice Department alleges Tario and his co-defendants conspired to corruptly obstruct, influence, and impede an official proceeding, the certification of the Electoral College. On January 6th, the defendants directed, mobilized, and led members of the crowd onto the Capitol grounds and into the Capitol, leading to dismantling of mental bar- uh, metal bar- barricades, destruction of property, and assaults on law enforcement. So what they're basically... Well, they're alleging basically that he he didn't just kind of roam in there with everybody else, so to speak. He coordinated the actual attack. And that's that that is what makes it a conspiracy. And that's a number of you, folks. Well, and a number of you got together and decided let's do this is what they're alleging. And that's a whole other story than obviously we don't like the guys who barged in and broke things and scared the hell out of everybody, but even worse that it was coordinated. Anyway, very right. interesting. Very interesting. So ha ha. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so yeah. So what do we think is the the long term consequences here? I don't know. Hopefully five to a- ten years, I'm hoping, but Okay. No, that's, that's, I didn't know if the lawyer side of you knew more about the specific years no. that were good. No, uh, let me see. Certainly hope so. Let me see what they're I was just making that up five years because some of the other guys got five years, but um let me see. I'm gonna look up years on this page. Oh god, come on. Come on. CNN, I love you, but sometimes you fail me. Oh, God. Hold on. Enrique Tari. I'm going to Google this because I want to know this now. I hate when, when, when journalists do this. They don't think of it. And even worse, their editor doesn't think of it. Um, you know what I mean? Where the, the editor doesn't think like, hey, what would be the, you know, <laughs> what would be the time in jail for that? Um, would, no, I mean, you know, like it's true. It's one of those things where I think they don't even bother with I mean, I you read stories the these days, question. and it's like I'm coming in, and I don't know anything. So I need you to know everything. Yeah, that's why you're they, on the journalism beat. Well, it <laughs> no, they don't they don't have it. The New York Times doesn't have it. I mean, come on. All right, guys. I mean, don't let's not. Anyway, like, no, but it's it's annoying because it's an obvious question: is the a, a crime that carries a possible sentence of blah blah blah? Having said that, some of the other guys who just broke in and were assholes got five years. So I think you're looking at more than that. Remember, uh, Wolf or uh, Bison man got like over three years. The That's other right. guy got five years and they weren't the, even coordinated. They were just the assholes. QAnon shaman. Yes, exactly. 
Exactly. So I um, can't even imagine if one of know. my kids ever grew up to be the QAnon oh, shaman. If I would no, just this is the like... problem with kids and dogs. Like you don't know how they're going to grow up. <laughs> you know? No, I mean, like your dog could grow up to be an idiot. It could grow up to be smart. It could grow up to have behavioral issues, be well, psychologically freaked out. And kids are the same okay, thing. All that is true. I don't think with the you dog, it's, it's quite as necessary that they, you know, earn a college degree and that kind of thing. Um, no, but my point is that you really don't know what you're going to you, end no, up with. No, I understand. And I know, as a dog parent, I appreciate that. You just don't know. If you have a dog that bites everybody who walks by, that's a serious problem. Yes. And you try to control it, and there's just certain psychological – anyway, but obviously kids even worse, but it's true. You don't know what you're going to end up with, but you can try. Anyway, so shall we shift to Ukraine? Let's do it. There's, 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 there's a, a lot, but I want to – I've got a couple of key points I want to talk about. Um, you know – this whole blow up happened last night. I'm pretty pissed. I'm curious your take on it because you like, like I, like me have a uh, foreign policy background. Basically we heard about a week ago and I suspected at the time that something was going on. We heard about a week ago about this possible plan for Poland to send its MiG fighters, which are Soviet made fighter jets. And of course, Poland like Ukraine has Soviet made fighter jets because they were either in Ukraine's Ukraine's, place part of the Soviet Union. In Poland's place, they were part of the part of the Warsaw Pact. So they all had Soviet weapons. Well, those Soviet weapons still work. The MiG fighters still work. They're akin to our F-16s. I'm guessing our F-16s are a lot better. Um, but anyway, the talk a week ago was, you know, hey, Poland might supply Ukraine with its F with its uh, MiGs because the Ukraines already know how to Ukrainians know how to fly MiGs and we would just give Poland new planes. Then it gets shot down as nobody's talking about that. And and I, among others, scratched my head and went, ah, that sounds a little weird. Like it sounds more like it was shot down, not that it didn't exist, the deal. Right. right. Then we find out over the weekend, and it's not clear why anybody's leaking these things, that they're talking again, possible deal. Poland then comes out, and to me, this was a big FU to the Americans because the deal wasn't working. Poland comes out and says, we have agreed that we will give all of our MiG fighters, 23 or so, I think, 24 right. maybe, all of our MiG fighters to, uh, not to Ukraine, to the Americans. We will deliver them to Rammstein, the American air base in Germany, and the Americans can do for free. The Americans can do with them whatever they want. Nobody wants to be the one to give them to you. Bingo. That's really and what well, it comes down to. Exactly. And, it's like and a big be, game of hot potato. Well, and before that, the U.S. had already said, and frankly, the U.S.'s statement was just as mealy-mouthed. The U.S. had said days before, if Poland wants to give its planes to Ukraine, it certainly can. So clearly, well, now the U.S. then responds last night and says, we're not giving planes to Russia from NATO, airbase, Germany, blah, blah, blah. That would be risky. So now the whole well, fucking really, deal is – go on. Yeah. I'm pissed at these people. I am too. Uh, we need somebody to just – you know, we need someone to pull like one of those mob type things here. Like, oops, they fell off the back of a truck. Yeah. No, they were – I mean somebody – them off needs, a balcony. Russia likes that. Right. Oh good point somebody needs to just be like we don't know where they went we seriously. misplaced them they were stolen seriously um, seriously I mean, just make some shit up and magically you know? they're in ukraine and as long as russia can't trace it back yeah. to who actually gave it to them yeah that's that yeah you I know mean, what? put them on the fucking border in poland and a bunch of fucking you i'm sorry i'm swearing again sorry ukrainian you, well, tractors you know. cross the border and steal them are you is there are you are you is this like a a, a lent thing are you trying not to swear well, no, but remember, I did it. I did a uh, Stephanie Miller show the other day and let out the F bomb towards the end, and they almost couldn't catch it on their bleep, which would get them in a lot of trouble. <clears throat> so I've realized when I talk politics, I swear, and I've got to control it a little because I can't control it. <laughs> so there. There. Uh, um, but no, it, you know, stop the fucking around. This is what's get get into the details no, all you no. want. Stop the fucking around already. They're the Russians are killing, they're not just killing civilians. They're targeting civilians. An hour ago, I just did a TikTok and, and on this. The, the, the key up, thing is okay, let me let you finish. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. An hour ago, they dropped multiple bombs on a children's hospital in the town of Mariupol and yeah, blew the entire it. freaking thing up. It's Maternity gone. Word. Yeah. This is who they are. And we're sitting here. They are. I said yesterday that, you know, everyone and all the 
you'll appreciate this, Cliff. All the little ivory tower, every, and I frankly say ivory tower military people too. The word genocide comes out, and they all have to jump in and go, "Well, it's not a genocide." Yeah, and no, I'm no, like, we're just gonna we're gonna argue over semantics. Technically, bingo. So, well, let's see. So the Russians want to eliminate the country entirely. They've said just eliminate it; won't exist anymore. But they said it's they, their brother, <clears throat> their brother country, and they're right. the same people. They just want to destroy. That, they literally said annihilate the country. They're not. They're not Right. I mean, isn't that a way of saying they're not a unique people? So, oh, I mean, yeah, yeah it's exactly. kind of genocidal, it's kind of genocidal. We want to kill all the civilians and we're targeting all the civilians and the civilians we don't kill. We're trying to run out of town. And the latest little demand from the Russians in these negotiations for these humanitarian corridors where refugees can escape the towns is in many of these towns. We'll let the refugees escape without bombing them. A, that's a lie. Well, then they, they bomb they, them. They, they bomb them anyway. Yeah. And literally, I'm not we're not even joking, like they literally have been organizing these refugee escapes. So the refugees all get into one road and then they bomb them. But second of all, they're now saying we're not going to let the refugees escape unless they go to Russia. Yeah, um, I mean, that's bullshit. So 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 they want to dismantle the entire country so that it no longer exists, kill the entire population, and those they don't kill deport to their own country. And they're just um, they're destroying so, the, the, the structure. You know, I mean Okay, I, I keep just, calling I, it genocide with a small G then. Fine. If you don't want to compare it to the Jews in Germany, then then make it genocide with a small G instead of a large G if you want to get all anal about it. But I mean, give me a fr- we are treating this as though it's a little border skirmish. What are you gonna do? The problem with my problem here is I, I don't, you know, like I don't act like this is foreign policy and usually in foreign policy, nothing's easy. Um, there's all sorts of various interests and in, in, in out there people rely on, you know, some countries have old alliances and you rely on this country for energy. So I'm not trying to just act like there's like a, like a demagogue. There's a simple answer. Just blow Russia up. Um, what I don't get, though, is, again, and no one's answered me on this, so I still don't understand this. Like we got an international UN under the auspices of the UN forced together in the Gulf War. We've done it actually on a number of other occasions. We did it to prevent um, uh, genocide in uh, in the Sudan. Right, Kosovo uh, was uh, ethnic cleansing. Yeah, was that a NATO though, or was oh, that it was NATO? UN? Oh, it was that's NATO. What I mean. So we can't oh. do NATO. But that's yeah. my point is. Because then, then he can act like, well, so it's Kosovo West, wasn't. Excuse this. me, excuse me. We were NATO. Kosovo wasn't part of NATO. I don't think at that. I know point. that. But what I'm saying is yeah. the force that repelled. Uh, I believe was you NATO. Know, yeah. Milosevic. What I'm, yeah. I think it was NATO too. I'm saying yeah. under the auspices of the UN, so that he can't be. <clears throat> see, it's the West because it's not just us. Argentina is there, and you know, like uh, whatever, you know, like uh, Malaysia is there. And I mean, so there's enough people from different countries that he can't just get away with making it like it's a Western assault. Right. I don't understand why we couldn't have put UN at the very yeah. least peacekeeping forces yeah. in there put it and, and closed off certain corridors and said, yeah, we're going to have these controlled by countries. UN uh, uh, by aircraft under the auspices of the UN Bingo. so that, the, so that civilians aren't bombed and killed Bingo. at the very 100... least. Cliff, think of how many, I mean, think of how many countries would have joined us. Probably, well, we know all of Europe. We know North America with Canada. We probably could have gotten 50 countries or more, just like Bush did with the first Iraq war, the, the good Iraq yeah. war. And, well, 140 I mean, something countries voted God. to condemn this. Yeah. So you start with that and say, out of 140 something, see if you can get 100 countries or see how many you can get to put some people in there to make it a multinational force, to make it a non-Western thing, and to make it about protecting people there. Yeah. No, they're not. They're not fighting against the Russians unless they're fired upon. But what yeah. they're doing is, is that they're protecting. And yeah, we're setting up no-fly zones with them over those areas. You know, and this is under the auspices of the UN. So what's what's Vladimir Putin going to do? Is he going to nuke the UN? I yeah. mean, in the end, the whole point is, is that to protect civilians. And, and I mean, yeah. again. I get people fearing nuclear war and fearing like if we were to make it a NATO thing and we shot down Russian planes, where that could end up. But that's what I don't understand why we're not doing this. And I get it also right. that Russia's on the Security Council, but it seems pretty clear legally, anyhow, that they never that they never really were on the Security Council. It was the Soviet Union, and there was never any updated paperwork signed right. to make it Russia. So fuck them, kick them off. If anything has like earned them that, this has kick them off. Right. They could do a silent vote of who wants to kick them off. Do it so that you know they won't know who the fuck voted against them. I don't really care. Kick them off and do whatever it takes to get a UN force in there to stop. I mean, 
Right. I, again, I don't make want to make it sound easy. It's not, but at least, and you know, right now we're talking, as you just talked about, I mean, when, when maternity wards, you know, are getting fucking turned into ashes, like you, you can't just sit here and watch this shit. Right. I don't know. That's, <sighs> that's my, that's all I can. No, that's, I, you know, another issue, I think I, I must've talked about this last time, but I'm getting it more and more with all of this. A, Putin is trying to freak you out. It doesn't mean he won't use nukes, but oh my God, I'm going to use nukes is an old Russian and Soviet ploy going back to the beginning of nukes existing. It's literally the first time they blew a nuclear bomb up. It's what they do. It's what they do. And the, the original idea was to cause the peace movements in America and Europe to freak out or North America and Europe to freak out. And they did. And again, I kind of get why they did, but it was it was a Russian ploy to freak them out. And now he's doing it again along with the, ooh, Putin might just be crazy. Now, mind you, he might just be crazy. I, I hear you, right? But he's taking advantage of the I might be crazy thing, right? And the – um. Uh, so that – what was I going to say with this? That's the first thing going on. What is What is driving me nuts with this is if that's our concern, if our concern as the U.S. and NATO and Europe <clears throat> is this guy has nukes, he s- keeps saying he's going to use them, and we now think he's crazy so he might use them? Yeah. Okay. That's why we don't get involved in Ukraine even if there's genocide because we don't want a nuclear war because as a friend said to me the other day, even if 40 million – Ukrainians die in a nuclear war, 7 billion people worldwide died. You've got to do the the analysis, right? I said, okay, then why would we go to nuclear war over Slovakia, a member that's of NATO? Right. That's right. That's why kind would of we my go to nu- thing here. Why would you go to nuclear war over the Baltic states? You think we're going to go to nuclear war over Putin moves in and decides to take five miles of border of Estonia? Well, on its face, Cliff, even if it's valid, even if Article 5 of NATO says we're supposed to, and by the way, Article 5 doesn't automatically click kick in. We're not at war when he attacks a NATO ally. We all get together and all the mealy mouth backboned allies, including ourselves, have to decide to invoke Article 5 to go to war. Why would we do that if going to war, we learned today, or this 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 war, Per se, if we engage in a war with with Russia, it means nuclear war and we all die. Then why would we do it over NATO? Hell, why don't we just give them – I mean, devil's advocate. Hell, why don't we just give them the Baltic states? Why, why would we do it over anything? Yeah, why would we lose 7 billion people over the Baltic states? Obviously, it sucks. Obviously, there's our agree- – people keep going, because we agreed to. I got news for you folks. You know what else we agreed to? We agreed to defend – Ukraine's national territory, when they gave up their nuclear weapons in 1994, the UK, the US and Russia signed a treaty or a memorandum that said we will come to the aid of them and guarantee their territorial sovereignty if they give up their nukes. That meant we knew Russia had nukes and we knew we were going to lay our lives on the line to defend that country. And guess what? Now we're not. And now we're pretending like Russia's nukes are literally something we discovered. Like who knew Russia had nukes? Oh, my God. Well, Cliff, again, my, that's, that's, my, that's my, my problem here is, you know, it's the old thing about why we say we will not, you know, we, we won't um, respond to terrorist demands with hostages because yeah. then they just take more. Yeah. I mean, and it's awful and terrible and whatever. But, but again, this is no different than that. If he can say it about this, he can say it about Slovakia, as you just pointed out. Right. He can say it about France. You can yeah. say it about maybe you know uh, some some Russians were you know apparently there were there were things about the fact that Stalin was pissed that uh, they had sold Alaska to us back around when Seward was Secretary of State a hundred years earlier and wanted that back you know like what if they demand Alaska do we give it to them or they might nuke the world I mean uh, my but, whole but point correct. is correct. Isn't it better to give up Alaska, Cliff, than have 7 billion people die? What if they say, get rid of all the economic sanctions right now or we're going to nuke you? Yeah. What's the difference? There's there's just no end to it. Joe Biden steps down. Turn over Joe Biden as a war criminal. Well, it's better than 7 billion people dying. And right. I mean, I mean, I'm not being facetious here. There is I don't no, think you are, there is no think, end to the right. argument of what they're saying. We will let me throw this one to you again about NATO. They keep, and I mean, I believe this is the beginning until I talk to people. They keep saying online to me, "Well, oh no, NATO charter is the difference is Ukraine's not a member of NATO, and the Baltic states are. So the NATO charter says we have to defend them." And I'm like, 
Yeah. The only difference that Unless makes we is if Putin is a rational actor, which are, which people are arguing again. We're having the whole argument here is people are saying he's not because he was a rational actor. Yeah. He wouldn't he wouldn't nuke to begin with. Right. But the only because the only difference that that piece of paper makes that that's you know uh, Article Five is in Putin's behavior. Is that he is that if he if he's rational enough to say to himself, well, they have to defend Slovakia, yeah. so I can't do that. I don't know that he is, right? right? I don't know what he is. Maybe he's completely rational. The whole point here is like because we don't fully know. At some point, we have to make it clear in quite you know, and, and we have to make it in pretty straightforward language, quite clear that guess what? Like there are certain things we're not going to allow in this. Yeah. World. And yeah. if and 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 I'm sorry again. You know, we can. Some people would say my position is too weak. Some people, some people will jump out there and say we should say fuck them and say you're not. If you don't get out of Ukraine right now, we're going to send our forces in and we're going to fight you. I think that w- that very likely could provoke a nuclear war, and I'm not willing to go that far. I am willing, however, to say get a fucking multinational UN force in there ASAP, protect all the civilian corridors, set up no-fly zones over those civilian corridors, and say we will defend the right of civilians to live. Right, right. And well, that I, is I, worth – and well, to me, in this yeah. world, that is worth yeah. risking. Cliff. Even if it's a minuscule risk of nuclear war, yeah. that is worth the risk because would you not – if that were your family, would you want us to do that? Or would you say, nah, it could be a nuclear war? We could These have done that from families. day We could have taken your idea – I was thinking U.S., but take your idea. We could have put U.N. peacekeepers across that entire fucking country so that people of the you know 150 different nationalities are there and the Russians come in and bomb and they're literally killing you know troops from all these countries and it's World War III. That's what we could have fucking done. And the idea is not to have World War III, but we it's could a, have had – It would be preventative because then he has we, to worry about – We could have that. had a preventative no-fly zone. There was no yeah, war yeah, yet. See, this is all the stuff that I'm saying. And again, God. I, I'm not acting like like I'm the biggest genius. Uh, like I, I do have some experience in foreign policy, yeah. but why Why was none of this – You know why? You know, again – Go ahead. Mm. Again, folks, Money? someday – well, let me just say this. Someday you're all going to look back on this and say, you know, John was right. Right now a lot of you are going to get pissed at me, but same thing happened when I went after Obama in the early, in the early parts of his, his, his election. Or, and now I love Obama, Uh-oh, but at the really beginning – Biden, aren't you? Joe Biden has a little bit of a backbone problem, and he has a little bit of a caving and wanting to agree to things problem. We are seeing Biden overthinking this, being an academic, and and I, this is Biden. I think absolutely positively this is Biden, and I just – you know, I get that the military is on board, but this is – this is Biden going, everything's, it's nice and slow and incremental, and we got the allies on board, and that was great, but we kind of didn't do it until the end. I mean, it's, it's frankly, it's everything the Ukrainian president said. Remember he was saying, do the sanctions first? I'm not sure we should have done the sanctions first, but we should have done what Cliff is saying first. We should have said, you know, A, we're going to start sending him weapons now, not like, do a lend-lease now. Lend the fucking weapons now before the war starts, saying they've got to come yeah. back if you don't, if you don't need them. Ukraine's an ally. They would do that. Second, set up the fucking no-fly zone now before Russia's moved in. So it's Russia that has to attack American troops because there's no war. America can send in stuff when there's no war. And again, well, let me say, my addendum, here's where my only slight disagreements with you are. I want to keep it from being Russia versus the West. So it has to be people from all these various countries. Coalition of the UN. That's why the UN and all this is important. That's part A. Part B whether it's Biden or not, uh, I think actually he's, I mean, so far getting, keeping this alliance together, he's been pretty successful at that. Is it possible? Just let me finish, man. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not fully disagreeing, you. I'm with, just, I'm I'm not fully disagreeing with you. Is it possible, <laughs> Tim? But I actually think it's much more likely, sadly, hmm. that, it, that it's all the various countries that are A, scared of Russia, and B, uh, that initially, now they've a lot of why won't around. we give the planes the classic examples remember when germany was holding out initially and didn't want to do didn't want to, to to take swift away from them and do all this stuff because germany relies a shitload for their energy right. on russia and right. initially they were holding off so if they're going to hold off on even swift they weren't going to be part of a multinational force i think there were people right. that before the atrocities were all out there were worried just more about their economic and energy interests and right. more, but but 
you know what, whatever the reasoning was then, that was then and this is now. And you can't like sort of say, well, people have already died, so let's not bother. Why is the lot U.S. providing the planes? Well, yeah, there's a lot more people we don't want to die. Right. <laughs> so no, but I mean, but why think not about do this. it now? Forget about Europe being spineless if they are. I don't know that they are, but if they are, forget about Poland. Well, Germany being was spineless. initially. I mean, there's no argument no, there. But they, they Poland already out. said they'd give us the planes. We right. are not sending the planes ourselves because that would be risky. Ted Lieu asked last night, U.S. congressman, on Twitter and said, so we've just provided this. We've provided javelins to shoot down their planes. We provided rocket propelled grenades to blow up their tanks and all their vehicles. And they have. We have killed scores of, he didn't say this part, but we have killed we have killed scores of Russians already with our weapons we provided. America has killed them. But somehow adding some planes to the mix is an act of war. Yeah, I don't get it. 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 He goes, it's, it's not risky point. that we've already killed all these Russians already. Hey, one of the, you could argue this is a lack the of reasons US why backbone. the Russians lost in Afghanistan is all the stingers we gave. <laughs> yeah, this is I a mean, lack of U.S. backbone as far as I'm I, concerned. So that, that I'm with you on. I'm you know, totally with you on that. Because even, even, like I said, even if the European stuff saying, is correct. Original, when you're saying why was there originally – no thought given to a large coalition like that yeah. because there are a lot of recalcitrant countries that we consider allies. Italy yes. was another one. They didn't want them to stop buying all of their fashion. And you remember how they tried to make that yeah, exception yeah, yeah. to yep. Swift? I yep. mean, there were Western allies of ours that didn't want to do it. Well, you right. know, they've come around. So certain Eastern countries that originally been held, Japan was staying out initially because they kind of had a bit of an aversion to war now for right. a good reason for nearly a hundred years. Um, but they came around. Like, I, I think they would join in. Like the, the point is that initially I don't think maybe people didn't think that it was going to get the heat. They would get this brutal. Although if you know Putin and you saw what he did in Grozny and you saw what he did in Crimea, I don't know why people didn't think he would get this brutal, but they didn't think it would get this bad. Okay. Well, you know, like it's awful. There are people who are dead because of that. But again, right. We have to think to ourselves, let's think about the ones that are still alive and right. what we can do to save them. Yep. And to me, right now, pulling together some kind of multinational force under the auspices of the UN, getting the, getting the logistical stuff moving as quickly as fucking possible because it's not going to be easy and it's not going to happen nearly as quickly as we would want to. And getting in there and setting up these corridors for people to get out with UN planes, not Russian, not uh, American planes, not NATO planes, UN. Flying right. under the flag of the UN, protecting them. Yep. That to me, it seems like a solution. God. If a if a non perfect one. Right. I mean, obviously, look, the the, the yep. human in me would like to fucking blow them to smithereens. You know, the human in me would like to take Vladimir Putin and do things to him that I can't say on here. You probably can say it on here, but yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, I can. I have free speech. Yep. You know, that's not the better side of me that I need to be mm. putting out there. Um, <laughs> but drawn I mean, and quartered and dragged through a street like they used to do in the old days. But that's you know whatever. Oh, hello, loud. What's that hello. band that I really liked? Iron huh. Maiden. That's right. <laughs> Iron Maiden. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're also saying, and I don't know if this is the same attack that in the same town of Mariupol, which is in the south, the Russians are trying to overtake all these towns to make that land corridor from Russia to Crimea. They bombed a maternity hospital. And children are still in the wreckage. That's the latest. Now, this may be the same larger hospital, I suspect. So I just asked the woman who reported it, who's a blue check. So she's some she's somebody, you know, verified somebody on Twitter. Like John. Exactly. But asking her if she knows if this is a um if this is the same, because a maternity hospital could be a wing of a children's hospital potentially, because maternal children, you know, people, children being born. I think so, it is. So it could be it the is. same wing. It could be another wing of it, but Jesus Christ. I mean, well, if ever there's a moment to be like, just to jump up, to, to, I mean, I'm sorry, but I used to say this with gun violence too get these families who've lost kids, if they're willing to do it, and get these, you know, even the wreckage on camera and say, right. fuck you, there's going to be a 48 hour pause or something, and, and do what you can to get some kind of UN force in there or whatever. I know it would take longer than 48 hours, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, if at that moment you can't stop it when they just fucking did that. I mean, it doesn't, you know, I, guess, I don't care if you call it a genocide or not. I know there's legal implications. Yeah, I'm not whatever. Having a legal I'm having a legal conversation. Right but now. it's not a border I'm having, skirmish. I'm having a human conversation. Yeah. And as a human being sitting here watching one country massacre 
people in another country that didn't do a fucking thing to them except exist and except yeah. decide they didn't want their puppet ruling them, that they wanted to be a democracy yeah. and that we're not even doing the slightest of, of these smaller things we could do makes me fucking outraged, I will say. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, maybe there's, a, there's, there, maybe there's just that little part of me, too, that says, that's where my grandfather came from. You know, that could yeah. be me. My friend Matt the other day, he he called me up Jewish. He said, um, I just, he goes, I just was looking through my grand, he goes, I had a feeling my grandmother's old, his parents are gone. And it's funny, yeah. some families keep records, others don't. Like my family, we know who people are back to the 1700s, even though they're Greeks. Wow. In in his family, he didn't. So he was looking through We're his We're in dad's. the middle. We've got some records. We don't have all of them. Well, or not even records, but, uh, you know, who they are, basically. Right. Right? Well, we've looked some stuff up. You can yeah. find some stuff at Ellis yeah. Island online these days, and we've yeah. done some of that stuff. But it's interesting. It's interesting. In any case, it depends on the family. But Matt yeah. was calling me and telling me, he said, I just found out my grandma was born in blah, blah, blah town in, North, in, like, in northern Ukraine or wherever in Ukraine. Then he calls and says, oh, my God, I just found some other stuff. Because I said, Matt, if your grandmother's from there, I said, where did they meet? They met here in the States. I said, yeah, but at least judging by the Greeks and other immigrants, they moved here. They stayed with their same people who aren't just Jewish. They stayed with other Ukrainian Jews. Yeah. Because just like – I mean, I, think, to stay I with, this when I did the history right? stuff. Immigration patterns go in waves. And you go – some people go first and set up shop, yep. and then the next ones go, and they stay with them. And then right. those guys set up their own place. And, you people know, from your like, village in essence. Exactly. You, it goes the way you would expect go it to. to go. Yep. Yeah. So he, I said, you know, it. There's a really good chance your grandma and grandpa met here, which they did, but that they're from the same village or the same area because that's what they did back then. His grandfather looks like he was born in Kiev. In Kiev. Yep. Which, so he goes all of a sudden. He goes, "Oh my God, I'm half Ukrainian. I had no idea." <laughs> you know, it's it's just. I mean, I laugh, but it's just like, oh my God, I just. Well, the thing, I mean, that's the thing is like. Yeah. And, and the thing also, I mean, again, like this is, you know, it's not a rational thing because hmm. you don't, you did it. It's like the people from my family. I know that there are people because my grandmother knew of hmm. some of them that died in the Holocaust and I didn't ever know them. I didn't hmm. know people that knew them for the most part. Only right. one who got out, who escaped and got out, who, who, you know, but there's, there's still something there emotional when you know it's people related to you yeah it's just and it's, yeah it's and different. i got to say like there's just if my grandfather left with his parents which he did um and his sisters there's simply no doubt that others stayed behind yeah some chose not to go and there's yeah. just no doubt that there are people who are related to me who are there who, yeah. you know distant relations don't know who they are yeah. and some of them may be getting killed right now and i yeah. can't say that like that has no effect on me because yeah. it does, to yeah. a certain degree. God, these son of a bitches. Anyway, um, you know, the other thing we'll mention, you wanted to mention the mercenaries, and then I've got a, a okay, I'll say funny. It's a funny in wartime story. It may not be funny, but um, about the Chechens, you were going to say something first about Russian mercenaries, I thought, was on our list? It was on our list. You can. Uh, I don't you know, know what it was. You can always was... play the Inquisition song again. You did our funny exactly. thing earlier on. Exactly. Um, and then I'll get into the Chechens. Yeah. Sure. Let me just open this as it's right here on my yep. computer. So you pronounce it by the name Bamako? Bamako. Yes. Oh, right. Bamako Mali. In, in Mali. Yes. Um, there's a big article in the Washington Post about how, you know, it starts with, they wear army fatigues with no flag and carry Kalashnikov assault rifles. They guard the presidential palace and track extremists in the scrub. Hundreds of Russian mercenaries have landed here over the last three months according to regional Western officials, providing a shadowy source of protection as this nation's alliances with the West unravel. And I can go further and further, but the point is, is that could be, there's been some skirmishes, could be war breaking out. um, And they are, they are there selling, sending mercenaries. A good friend of mine, a guy who used to work, uh, do comms for the Brady campaign actually wrote and has an international affairs background. I don't know if you remember Jonathan Hudson has, has been writing about what's been going on in Sudan for a couple months on on Twitter and making sure people know about it. And he's been sending me stuff and I try to share when I can because people barely know what's going on there. There was a coup. A legitimately elected leader was thrown out and there have been killings and whatever. Russia supported that coup. What what I'm just trying to bring up the fact that if folks think it's this is sort of the broader part of that, we're gonna nuke you if you do anything. Well, could they right. say they're gonna nuke us if we try to stop them from 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 
supporting, uh, you know, uh, uh, a vicious government in a country or supporting rebels that are overthrowing? At what point does it become like you don't get to threaten nukes for everything? And and again, this this is like a broader plan. I know we've talked about it on this show a lot. The Mueller report talked about all of this. The you know the the steel dossier, which of course the right loved to jump on, whatever, still got at least you know, and that their their the way you put together those intelligence mm-hmm. dossiers, you're supposed to have seventy percent believe seventy percent or more that something's true. It's not like a journalist. Well, in the end, a lot of those things ended up being a hundred percent true that we found out. They they tried to to through uh, bank loans fund the right wing extremist Le Pen in France. They were behind <laughs> Leave. In you know, in Europe to get the British to leave, they were behind Donald Trump. They were behind Bolsonaro. They were behind Erdogan. Uh, you know, well, who's not even siding with them right now, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, which is uh, interesting. And, yep. and, you know, Duterte, and I mean, their whole point is to put strong men in places, right wing, left wing extremists that don't much care as long as it's people that will that rule as authoritarians and say uh, we're not going to uh, be involved in alliances. You go do what you want. If you think Ukraine's yours, it's yours. I mean, this is this is going on all over the world. And so it's that's why it's important to discuss it, that article on Mali. And I would encourage people to read yeah. more sources in more places uh, to see all the, the, the various tentacles of Vladimir Putin and all, all the places where either via war or sabotage or economic war or, you know, uh, uh, propaganda or whatever, he is waging war against democracy uh, and against legitimate governments throughout the world. Yeah. So fucked up. They're yes. fucked up. Um, I was trying to find a document regarding the next story I'm going to tell you. I may not find the document because I wanted to read it to you because it's so Looney Tunes. But the Russians are also bringing Chechens to, uh, you know, which is this weird semi autonomous, whatever it is, region in Russia. They've attacked them Southern all. Southern kind of, you know, yeah. Muslim, whole other deal there. But anyway, I, th- I, I compare them to the fighting Urukai. They're these supposedly really deadly, nasty fighters, whatever. So the Russians are bringing that or brought them to Ukraine. They're in Ukraine on March 5th. Today's the night. So on March 5th, the uh, the one of the leaders of this of this group of like 300, they're bringing a couple thousand, I think, but 300 of them are in some forest hidden in Ukraine. And they do this really tricky, nasty video of them sitting on the ground, like, uh, you know, chanting in unison, sitting on the ground, all bending in prayer to Allah. I mean, they're they're trying to play up the whole the whole thing is playing this uh, Muslim music. I mean, it's Arabic music, but with chanting it sounds like a religious chant, right? In Arabic, they're playing up the whole we're oh, and they and they even call it a jihad. So they're playing up the whole we are on a jihad against you crap, right? Right. Just to like scare everybody, and they release. Let me see if I can find the actual statement. The statement was hilarious because it is this statement they release a paragraph on. They put a they put a video of this on YouTube. They try to hide. Uh, you know, the location just showing we are in a forest near you. And they put out a paragraph statement that is, you know, you know, we will, our dear leader, meaning Putin or whatever, has instructed us to take out the Nazis running your country. And he concludes the, um, oh, here he goes. He calls them, I don't even know what that means, shaitans. We have the addresses of all the shaitans and their families. I don't even know what shaitans mean. Nazis oh, know yeah. this. Like jackals, they are hiding behind the backs of the military men, those who took the oath to the people of Ukraine. Ah, so they're kind of saying, all of you fake people are really Nazis, and we know it, you military. Don't interfere. We won't stop. We have an order. We have jihad, he concludes. Two days later, the Ukrainians sent a volley of missiles into that camp, and they're all gone. <laughs> the thinking is that the video wasn't as good as they thought it was at hiding their location. And oh this, made, this made me think of something you said, I think, before the show. I'm wondering if the Ukrainians are good enough to geolocate that or whether they had a little bit of help from somebody. <laughs> that's that's it, while we sit here and they say they planes and it doesn't it doesn't invalidate any of the other arguments that I think we should be doing a fuck a lot more. And as you said, why are planes different than javelins? We're still turning yeah. over. Yeah. It doesn't invalidate any of that. I do think, I don't think I know we're doing plenty of things that we don't know about. And it does make you wonder because that Chechen force was utterly destroyed. There there have apparently been a couple of hit squads sent in to take out Zelensky. All of them have been decimated. 
Um, and it does make you wonder if, uh, if we've got, uh, <laughs> if we've got maybe a few mercenaries of our own, uh, I have no idea again, like just speculating or it's, or just people calling and giving advice or whatever it might be, but like, Hey guys, you want to know something interesting? That dude forgot to turn off the geolocate button. He's yeah. using his he Wi-Fi have. or his Bluetooth or. He and, may uh, have. Yeah. Good, yep. Yep. A telephone they used, who knows, but they, they found the little mofos. It's not all of them, but 300. I mean, but you, the reason I'm saying this with glee, first of all, is this is a horrific war. And I'm sorry, some of my TikTok people disagree with me too, but you need victories. And when you have those victories, you have a yes, Wolverines moment and you do. And I think it's important to have those moments because you've got to, you've got to have some positive, even if the positive is killing people, that's what war is. You've got to have some positive to buck up, to buck up Americans, to want to keep fighting and to keep helping because it looks like it's not a lost cause and it helps the Ukrainians even more. In any case, that's my take. I would argue that's part of it. And I would argue just, I'm sorry, but if there's a group of people who exist somewhere and their existence there is to murder other people, I'm going to be happy when they're killed. Including civilians. (laughs) Then yes, exactly. Uh, I just fucking love We are jihad. Right. Well, now you're fucking dead. So. (laughs) Not anymore. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm I'm never going to stop being happy when people who show up somewhere to kill innocent people are themselves killed. Let's, it's not let's like I'm sitting here worshiping death. I am happy they are dead because they then cannot kill the people they were going to kill. I, I don't know if you had any, if, I was going to say, I'll let you wrap up on Ukraine if you have any more. And then why don't you introduce the discussion on the midterms? Uh, I don't have anything else on Ukraine. Um, okay, me too. We're not, let's me not do a huge discussion on the midterms. I mean, it's okay. I just but, think, but you wanted uh, to bring it up, though. What was the. It's worth, look, it's worth bringing up everything we're seeing here. And by midterms, we mean the congressional elections that happen in November because yes. our presidential isn't for two years in case anybody abroad goes, hey. Just to think to yourself, imagine what would be happening if Trump were president while this were going on. I mean, God. we need We'd be supplying Russia weapons? Probably, yes. We need yeah. to hold the Senate and we need to win. I mean, sorry. We need to hold the House and be, I think we can even increase on the Senate side. It's been done in midterms before. It literally just involves fucking sharing your message with people and telling people what's going on. And at this point, they've, they've got these laws. Missouri just passed this law where they were, they're going to allow same thing as Texas, hmm. or they're in the process of passing. I don't think they've it yet, but they've got right-wing control of their legislature. Right. Right? Uh, that's going to make it so that if you leave one, you know, they're, they're assuming that Roe is going to be overturned, which I think is a pretty safe assumption at this point. And when it is, if you, they're, they're literally, it, this is police state shit. They're now going to going to have, right. you're going to have to tell people why you're traveling somewhere to some other state because right. it's not enough that Missouri is going to say to you you can't do this here. They're now going to tell you you're a resident of Missouri you can't do this anywhere. I mean, how many people do you think might move out of Missouri because of that? I mean, right. I, I would, you know, right. just for the, knowing it's not even about whether somebody might need an abortion. It's about the freedom, you know, uh, uh, to make your own decisions. I mean, this is simple stuff. Like we need to stand up and point out the authoritarianism, the right wing nuttery, the religious nuttery around what's going on. The don't say gay bill in Florida, which I'm not going to go into this detail, but it pretty much speaks for itself in schools. You're not supposed to mention the word gay. And by the way, this is a battle we had in the 1990s on gay rights. The idea that the Republicans are bringing it up again now is astounding. And, it is, and the difference is, as John can tell you, sadly, is in the 1990s, it probably had a, it might have even had a majority behind it. It certainly had a large plurality. Yeah. Now it is such an extreme minority yeah. position that, <clears throat> that for us to not stand up and, and, make, and, and literally make people fear rightfully for right. their freedom of speech, their freedom of actions, if these guys take over, for us not to rightfully stand up and point out that, that not just Donald Trump, the Republican Party, has been in bed with Putin for five years. This is who they are. For us, you know, well, longer than five years, but and for us to not stand up and remind people of the, the coup and insurrection, the violent, seditious assault, criminal assault on our capital. Again, right. if we will tell people the consequences and tell people who these guys are, we can win. And it's incredibly important because these governors only get to pass these kinds of crazy laws. Because they're governors, <laughs> you know, and we've got big races coming up, you know, where with open seats in places, you know, where we had two term Democrats in places like Wisconsin and Pennsylvania. And, you know, so it's really important. Yep. 
that is what I have for you on the midterms. Yep. Um, the only other Ooh. thing I have for you that uh, fun, interesting thing that I know John's going to do. The Inquisition. It's sort of like that. Mm-hmm. Um, not quite. Um, so have you seen the, the, the stories on the, these large Japanese spiders? No. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> because here you go. I'll read mm-hmm. the, 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 the Axio, Axios title, and I've mm-hmm. seen it in a few other places. So it's not just Axios being a bunch of dicks. Um, an invasive species of spider the size of a child's hand is expected to colonize. They've got that in, in, in quotes, less mm-hmm. they sound racist, I suppose. The entire East Coast this spring by parachuting down from the sky, researchers announced. They use their webs as parachutes and Joro spiders, native to Japan but began infiltrating the U.S. in 2013, concentrating the Southeast, specifically Georgia. So I hate to tell you if you live oh. in the Atlanta, Atlanta area, but 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 if you see these guys parachuting down, I don't really know oh. how, how vicious they are or not. Let's see. Oh. Let's see. Spiders landing in your head. If That's you look nice. them up, they don't look nice. Um, that doesn't mean anything necessarily. What are they? They're, well, I'm sure I can just type parachuting spiders. We'll pull it up. Hold on. Uh, that'll Jeez. do it. Um, they have determined that the spiders can tolerate cold weather but are harmless to humans. Ooh, as their well, fangs good. are too small to break human skin. Oh, oh you wimps. Okay. Seems so better than God. we thought. Thank God. So that's the reason why somebody, you know, the usual, somebody brought the species, some brought Jeez. either on purpose or, or by mistake brought them over here. Um, Jesus, you yeah, thanks. From Japan. Oh, oh my God. Like They're the size of a human adult's palm. Yeah, they're big, some of them. Oh they're bright God. yellow, black, and blue, and red, and can grow up to three inches. Oh, my And likely God. traveled across the globe on shipping containers, oh similar God. to the bubonic plague. Oh, nice. Oh, my God. Oh, that's just... Uh, their life cycle begins oh. in early spring. Oh. Uh, they're, they're biggest in June, and then uh, July and August, they're still hanging around. They're named for the oh. Jorogamu, Jorogumo, sorry for those who speak oh. Japanese, a creature of Japanese folklore that can shapeshift into a woman or spider, of course, woman. Right. <laughs> Nothing sexist there before killing its prey. There you go, guys. Um, Wow. Now, if we get lucky, stick with me here for a second. If we get lucky, maybe they and the murder hornets will fight it out. Oh, that's true. That would be a good, uh, like, alien versus predator movie. See, that's what I was thinking. That's what I sent out on Twitter, that I think the murder hornets uh, will take care of this for us. But, you know, that's another reminder of, like, Uh, don't freak out. Remember when the murder hornets were going to kill all of us? Did any of them ever actually arrive? I mean, they were mostly yep. were coming were killer bees on, on the west coast is where they were supposed to be, like in Washington yep. State. But I, I, you know, the ones that could apparently sting through metal, and that through was metal. Actually, that was the that was the story. Yeah, thin Here, sheets of metal. Yeah, they sounded Whoa. really fucking scary. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, I don't even know any stories of anybody ever seeing any of them. I mean, I'm sure there maybe, but Ooh. I guess I'm just trying to make a point, which is you know. Wow. I wanted to bring up something goofy at the end. Uh, you know, maybe we should parachute the spiders into Ukraine. I was just thinking that too, or into Russia, but yeah. In the, well, yeah, on the Russian yeah. side of the line. Of course. Wow. Wow. Um, okay. Well, that's the thanks for the happy story to end with. I don't know. I thought it'd be funny because <laughs> no, it's, you know it, what, is, guys? it is interesting, but you're, you know what? I'm willing to put oh. a bet out there right now that virtually none of you will ever see one of these things. Um, much less yeah. know they exist. These are the well, stories you, I love. If, if you, but if you see one, it's the size of your palm, so you'll know. <laughs> if you see one, now you'll know what's parachuting down at you, and you'll move oh out of the way. God. Oh, my God. That's like a daddy long legs. Although maybe it's like a daddy long legs, though, where the body yeah, is really small cool. and the legs They're are big. Friendly. They're, I can't just, believe we used to pull their legs off when we were kids. I mean, uh, I'm so kind mean. of disgusted now. It is mean, even though it's a bug. I can't even imagine we used to do that shit. Oh, it just makes me like – yeah, it's they weird. Tickle you. They, they were just, I mean, because they had them where I was up in camp in New Hampshire. They just oh. tickle you a little bit, man. They were, they, they were nice guys. I mean, they're still spiders. I'm not like a real big fan of spiders. Well, but I just, I'm not in love with the spiders. The shit we either, did as, kids. as spiders go, there's the daddy long legs, and then there's the black widow, and they're very. Well, dead. yeah. Daddy long legs were nice at least. No, I, anyway, it just kind of creeps me out the shit we used to do. I'm like, oh, God. And yet we still didn't grow up to be manicidal, homicidal <laughs> maniacs, because I think that's like one of the mistreating well i never mistreated Usually it's animals. animals because right we because mistreated bugs, bugs. Right. <laughs> but, but like ants and i'm not saying it's nice i'm just saying they don't tend to remind you 
but you know they're oh, not sort yeah, of oh, fire oh, order beings that oh, can feel pain the same way. That's the idea whereas, with the with the animal thing. Is there's like too close of a connection? Yes, you're you're one level removed from, oh, from harming humans. Oh, yeah, I mean, you know what? If you can it, harm a dog yeah. or a cat or something like that, yeah. or or even you know, and sit there yeah. and and enjoy it. Yeah, well, because you're because you're harming something that you know is being hurt and is in pain, and you're getting off on them being in pain. You're right. When we went after insects, we were kind of going after something evil in our own little mind. We weren't thinking, "Hey, this is this is causing pain. Yay. This is cute and wonderful. Let's kill it." Yeah. Right. Whereas we now it's like, that. I'm just Can saying. I, oh. You know, I don't know about you, no. and I have to, but I'm going to take a guess right. that, like, you know, you you freaking risk your life yeah. probably to defend Sasha. You know, yes, I mean, I somebody yeah. comes after one of my cute little kitties, like my little Stevie guy, who's like yep. four months old or whatever. Fuck that shit. Let me, let me ask you something on that. I was going to close with this question, but you have both. So maybe maybe it's not a good question. But I was watching something, a video, video recently of, um, oh, God, it was it was this poor. I may have even talked about it, but this poor man and his father leaving a town. They go back in, in Ukraine to get their three dogs. And they're on the road. They see a Russian convoy. They pull over, turn off the engine, and the Russian convoy just opens fire on their their car, Bonnie and Clyde style. Kills the father, kills two of the dogs. And, I mean, I'm watching this video going. It's Radio Free Europe, Radio Liberty, too, so it's a real video. And 15 seconds in, I mean, out of nowhere, I'm thinking, okay, we're going to see shots. We're going to see them hiding behind the car. Oh, no. They're inside the car. The bullets are coming in, and the dogs start screaming in pain. And Cliff, I'm on my phone going off, off. And like the new iPhone settings, you can get rid of a video and it's still running. And I've got the video oh. off the screen and the dog is still screaming. And I'm, I mean, I have trouble not breaking out crying. Oh my, I, I just, and the thing is, what I was wondering is there's another video too. The one that CNN was really pushing hard because it was the Russians blowing up those people walking by on the sidewalk. And the reporter yeah. was literally inside. It was a New York Times uh, photojournalist was literally across the street that one too has an animal screaming and I just had to turn it off. And what I found was I didn't have a problem, meaning it did not make me go, Oh my God, I can't looking at this woman and her two dead children, hearing the animal in pain. I couldn't handle. I think there's something and I about, don't know what about that is about those that are defenseless. That just Maybe it would, it would be like level. babies screaming or yes, something. I was yeah. about to say like babies yeah. it adds a level yeah. of cruelty. And level of viciousness. Maybe I'm that's saying, it. You're right. It doesn't upset me to see anybody oh. hurt, but I think that's where I think that's coming from. I was shocked at how you got Sasha. Like now. Sasha's yeah. become like you know a child for you. Yeah, our cats yeah. are like our children. We feed them. We clean up yeah. after them. We we protect them. We would. And, and there's just something like where they're completely reliant upon us. Yeah. You know, but I so, wonder if a child would do the same. That's what I mean. Like, I wonder whether it's a unique thing for animals with us. I wonder whether it's also maybe just me because she, you know, I don't have kids. She's my kid. Um, yeah. Or whether even people who have kids, something about an animal in pain triggers something way more primordial in us that we go, <gasps> you know, no, I mean, I can't watch whenever oh there's God. TV shows or, or movies where, you know, I mean that part, mm -hmm. frankly, that to me, the the part that mm. hurt, and I'm sorry if you haven't seen this by now. If I'm ruining something for you, it's mm. too bad. Um, <laughs> sorry, Bambi, but Bambi. Part, <laughs> no, but the part that sets off the movie John Wick. I don't know what where okay. where Russian mobsters, <laughs> shockingly, mm. uh, end up killing his dog. Oh, um, that his oh. wife who had been dying of cancer gave him oh. as a present to remember her by, and he had oh. been this hitman and had gone clean because of his wife, and then he decides to go back in and kills them all in all sorts of vicious ways. Oh. I wanted every single one of them to be killed in a vicious way. It's because weird. They yeah. His dog. yeah. I, mean, I, I can't watch. I have trouble watching stuff like that. So yeah. clearly I do have kids and yet yeah. I have the same issue with pets. I would have the same issue with little kids. Yeah. I would, I mean, to me, you know, I don't know. I can't watch those Dodo videos. They're great videos on TikTok and elsewhere that they're sharing. And it basically is a happy story about an animal being saved. But the first part of the video is always the animal not being saved. And you're looking at these poor dogs. They're trying to get off the street and they're wounded and they're or skinny. they're like swimming and they're, they're looking like they're going to drown. Like, no. Cliff, even knowing that the story is going to end up happy and a they look great and a family adopts them, I literally turn them off because I can't. I've like become, I don't know what I've become as I've gotten no. older. <laughs> I don't think you've become anything. Dude. A nice person. I don't know. It's so I think you're human. Oof. I think I, I think if Man. my house were, I, I can tell you right now, if my house were on fire, 
I would run back in to get my cats out and risk my oh, life. I would, and that's, I would, and I would tell you that in a second. And yeah. I know that from instinct because I can feel it inside. And it's not because I'm yeah. some hero. It's because that's just yeah. the bond I have with them. There, I, there's no way I wouldn't go oh, in and man. try to save them. So man. I just think that I think that's human, man. I really yeah. just think that's what it is. Anyway. Actually, that's and that's a story of Ukraine too. Is all the pets that I haven't seen much written about it, but you see the I saw the refugees uh, crossing the border, even with Poland, they let them bring the dog in because I saw somebody do it, and I was like, oh, thank God. But these poor people, somebody, oh God, there's I won't even I won't even go there. I saw a picture that I I know, man. It's like anyway, there's there's just it's pandemic and. And then it's the violent sedition, and then it's just it's send like, the man. damn planes. That's no. all I've got to say. Yes. Cut the fucking just... bullshit. This isn't high school. Send the okay, goddamn. Yeah, let's end that way. Cut the bullshit. Send the fucking planes. No, it really just whatever. Whatever. No, that's all I've got left. Yep. Cut the bullshit. That's send all the I've got. Planes. All right, guys. Uh, we'll talk to you later in the week. Uh, right? Yes, we will. Woo. All right. Bye. Take it easy. Bye.